Hello and Happy New Year's to everybody to another brand new episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast, the first episode of Be Horrorcast this year. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Michelle Pfeiffer. Damn. I didn't know we <laughs> had that much pull on this show. Of course, the whole budget is now blown because we got Michelle Pfeiffer because she's not cheap. No. Um, she's a good actress and she was in a really ho- good horror movie, actually. Not, uh, well, I'll, I should say not too long ago, actually a while ago, but uh, What Lies Beneath. The only problem with the horror movie is you can only see it once because it has a really good twist, but once you know the twist, the movie you can't really watch on numerous occasions. But Harrison Ford's also in that with her. Have I seen that one? I don't know. It came out circa, I'll have to... Research what lies beneath. Yeah, where, when s- it came out. So. Yeah. But uh, in the other news, I was going to give a <laughs> shout out. Uh, I don't know why this person's following us, but we now have Fit Living Lifestyles now following B Horrorcast, <laughs> along with a bunch of other people um, that I haven't touched upon. So uh, I apologize right now because uh, I have a I got an iPad uh, over the holiday season. I know we didn't do a last show of the holiday season. Um, so my apologies on that one, just because everything was a little busy and stuff of like that. So I'm trying something new. Uh, I'm recording still off of the normal computer and everything like that, but I'm trying new stuff with the iPad, trying to make things a little bit more uh, stuff. Uh, before we get into what we've been up to so far since uh, Christmas and all that kind of stuff, I do want to give a shout out to Geeks Who Eat at Geeks Who Eat. Go ahead and follow them on Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow them on Twitter and uh, Facebook, that's great. But they really want to get Instagram. Uh, up because they're trying to get to 10,000 followers this year. Um, I'm trying to remember that. They're at like 8,000 something right now or something like that. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the goal, but if you haven't followed Geeks Who Eat, and I say follow Geeks Who Eat because uh, right now we're recording actually very early tonight because mm-hmm. uh, we're going to actually head over and see a movie. Uh, so this gives you guys a heads up to ch- catch this weekend. We're going to go check out the new... Um, the new Insidious 4 movie. Yeah. Uh, we just won free passes from the Geeks Who Eat. Uh, to go check out that film tonight. So that's why I say go ahead and follow them because they not only do great recipes, they're going to have new blogs. They're doing a lot of stuff this year. Um, in fact, actually, Matthew from uh, Socially Awkward and Sarah from Geeks Who Eat are going to uh, – we're going to try to start uh, a YouTube, uh, doing our YouTube channel content up for uh, both both net things. But they're, awesome. we found, I found out last week on last week's uh, Socially Awkward that they're both huge popcorn fans. So I came up with the idea called Popping Off with Sarah and Matthew where they will try different popcorns and give you kind of like a review uh, of that. So those are our two popcorn experts. But that's what I'm saying. Go ahead and follow them on uh, Instagram. Uh, you're probably going to keep hearing this on all shows until they get up to – uh, 10,000. So I do apologize, but that's all it takes. Just become friends of the show and we can promote you. You want to be on the show. Just go ahead and hit us up at B Horrorcast. Also follow us on Instagram. If you want look, luckily we're not that high up and we're not that important that people actually want to give us sponsorships. But if you want to tell about, you know, 10,000 people to follow us, that'd be great. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not really going to hold it against you if you don't. Yeah. You can tell two people and they'll t- tell two people. And that's like 20 people right there. But I wanted to get a little bit of uh, house cleaning out of the way and stuff like that. Of course, you can find us on 4i Radio, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Soul Radio, and Player FM. Of course, don't forget to check out one of our lovely sponsors, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd for samples and inquiries. Please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the 4i Radio Network. And receive 10% off of your first order. And it is now going to be soon time for tax season. Not really that close. But if you, if, you, if you think you're getting a big 
big tax cut back or whatnot, uh, if you want to go ahead and shop, you go to Amazon.com. But you don't go to Amazon. You go to the Sasquatch.net. Click on that Amazon banner. Shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. And hopefully that will give us a a little bit of cash our way that we can start um, upgrading more stuff in the studio and everything like that. But without further ado, we are back. And Anna. Yes. How are you? I'm peachy. Just um, peachy? Just peachy. I'm trying to remember what I did this week. Well, you had a bunch of family in town. I did. That's right. So going back, let's see. Because um, I think our last show was basically, I think it was the week right before Christmas, and then we took off for for the for the holiday season. So I think our last show was Thursday, like December 22nd. Okay, so... I'm going to walk you through what my day or my last couple weeks was like. So the we okay we dropped on the 21st. Um, on the 22nd, I feel like I did something on the 22nd, and I'm blanking out on. Well, it did right you hang now. out with family? Uh, no, I didn't do that until the 23rd, which was a Saturday. I know I did something on the 22nd, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, the 23rd, I went over. I think you and I went shopping and then I went over to my parents uh and hung out with a bunch of family. Uh Sunday I went to morning church at my parents, so about 30 minute drive out there and 30 minute drive back. So I drove out there for 30 minutes, went to church, hung out with family all afternoon, went to the evening service, probably got home about like maybe 10:30, almost 11 that night. Uh got up around 8 the next morning. I think I went to bed probably around 1 or 2. Went, got up around uh, 8 the next morning and uh, got to my parents by around 9-ish, maybe 9.30. Hung out with family all day for Christmas. Um, got home from that around probably 10.30 at night. Uh, went to work the next day. Then um, that Tuesday evening, I think was just my relaxed day. And then Wednesday, I had work. And I think I did something else Wednesday night that I'm blanking on. Um, then Thursday I had work and then I did, what did I do Thursday? Sorry. I had so much going on that I'm literally forgetting all the things that I did Thursday. Oh, Thursday we had cousins night, which was actually very (laughs) interesting. Um, basically all of the cousins and our family just got really, really, really fucking drunk. And started talking about New Year's resolutions and family and whatever the heck else came into our heads. Um, So then that was an interesting drive home. I mean, I wasn't drunk, but it was like really late at night. So then I was paranoid. But made it home okay. Then Friday we had a short work day. But then I went and hung out with my friend uh, at Starbucks. And we went and got food. Then I went home, napped for a couple hours. Because I think probably the maximum amount of sleep I got that entire week was about six hours. Yeah. Each night, maybe less. Um, so I went home, took a nap, got up, went over to and hung out with some more friends. Uh, then Saturday, um, went over to my family's place again. Had to get up pretty early to get get over there in time. Um, and then uh, hung out there until pretty late again. I think I left their house around 1030 then the next day, I woke up and found out I was sick, so couldn't really do anything for that. Uh, then Sunday night, went to a New Year's party um, at uh, 
Matthew and his lovely wife's house from uh, <clears throat> Socially Awkward. And then <clears throat> Tuesday, oh, Tuesday we went and saw a movie. Uh, no, Monday we went and saw a movie. Tuesday we had work, <laughs> and now we're recording today. We're now recording today, so you guys can have a new episode for your Thursday. And um, be happy that I'm actually doing this because, again, ridiculously busy. But I love you guys, so, well, some of you. I don't know all of you, so I don't know if I love you, but I want to know you. So that's why you should reach out to us via email. Yeah, if you want to send us an email or follow us on Twitter and all that kind of stuff, you can go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com and send us any creepy stories, any kind of news-related creepiness, school, uh, ghost stories, whatever you want to talk about, even if you want to say, hey, you guys suck. Uh, but you know what? If you want to tell us we suck, you could just do it a lot easier from our Twitter account, at bhorrorcast. Or you, you can send us a meme of... Uh... Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. You can send us a meme of uh, Dracula and be like, you suck. Blay, you suck. <laughs> you suck. Um, um, and then, yeah, that's, that, was, that, that, that was my week, my two weeks. And I'm still busy tonight, and then tomorrow there's just work, and then I feel like I have, oh, I need to take down all my Christmas decorations tomorrow. And then I think Friday is the first day. Slash Saturday is the first day that I can actually, like, take a step back. Because, yeah, I realized that I drove out 30 minutes and then drove home five out of eight days. So in those days, I probably was getting up relatively early so I could do stuff around my house. And then (laughs) just driving out and hanging out with family all day. So that's probably why I got sick. Well, probably. I mean, you you were pretty busy. I think you were just maybe exhausted. Yeah, I, mean, I were, think my you, body was just like, Your body's I'm like, I'm not used to this. You're usually lazy. What the fuck? I'm not lazy. <laughs> it's just usually I'm not just like, go, 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 go all the time. Hey, I'm not saying that you're the only person who's lazy. I'm lazy as hell. That's why I know my body would do that. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you should be on the couch eating fucking peanuts, you fuck. Wow, your body is a lot angrier than... And my body is angry, but my body is not that angry. Not that angry. Not Not yet, but that's crazy. But yeah, other than that, you had a good Christmas and you had a good New Year's and everything like that. Um, Oh, oh, oh. My favorite gift that I got? Well, one was a vape pen from my lovely co-host... Uh, so then I like I can, how you say that, but in reality, I just did it so she would stop taking mine. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's I'm why I'm a dick. I'm a penis. I'm a pecker. I'm a schlong. I'm taking Alice Moore said some of yeah, bitch and turning it into a penis song. <laughs> Check that out, and later in 2018, people, I'm gonna drop my first track as Skittles slash Life is Shit. Um, oh, it sounds like a Life is Shit song. No, it's uh, well, my rapper name will be Skittles. Uh, and my first album will be called Taste the Rainbow. <laughs> That's so. actually really ingenious. Yeah. And it's just all songs about penises. It's just that one song, because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh. Alanis, I'm pretty sure Alanis Morissette would be like, what the fuck? No. Oh, my God. You're oh a guy, so I don't God. like you anymore. I have to do it like that now from Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. Um. Anyways. Anyway, sorry. No, you're good. And then my other favorite gift that I got was actually, and I found out that a friend of mine Got the same thing for her fiance, which was really funny. It's a Tron glow in the dark pop vinyl, which um, Tron is one of the few, like, and especially Tron Legacy, they are the two, like, probably my all time favorite movies, um, which is really saying something because they're, uh, to give you a perspective, they're up there with To Have and Have Not, which is a Humphrey Bogart movie. And yeah. 
So I, re- I really like those movies, and it was like the best gift I ever could have gotten in the history of everything. It was amazing. I got some really cool other stuff, though. I did get a Deadpool lighter. Sorry, I'm rambling. No, you're good. I was actually trying something new. Oh, okay. Uh, with everything that I'm doing. So I always forget to post show notes. Uh-huh. And fuck, I fucked this one up already. But I was trying to schedule all of our show notes while we're doing stuff since oh. I can do it from the iPad. But I accidentally posted one of the stories early. So if people see it, then you'll already know what we're going to be talking about on one of the new stories. But uh, at least that little feature is working well. Sorry, this is the first time I've messed around with my iPad during a show. I'm trying to get a feel for it because I think it was a good tool to get. I'm also going to be using it for artwork and stuff like that as well. I need to get one of those pencils. And hopefully make maybe a new graphic. And hopefully with making new graphics and designs, I can hopefully start trying to make stuff merchandise. Because I know we have we had one call for merchandise. And I would like to see our stuff on mugs and things like that. So I uh, figure, you know, what? why not for the new the new year? Get a little bit more, uh, more creative, I guess. Um, you know, and if you want to see our stuff on merchandise, go to the foridradio.com or the sasquatch.net and click on that Amazon banner. Any kickback that you can give through us, like through our sponsors, we can put that towards starting merchandise for the network in general. Yeah, actually, I got I to gotta start looking into new avenues for sponsors and start getting an idea. I want to... Look into stuff and see. Well, yeah, I want to see, since we do a horror podcast, you know, we, I mean, technically we kind of have a quote unquote, they don't give us any money, but they do a lot of publicity with us already in general is the geeks who eat because they do a lot of horror themed stuff as well. So that's true. Um, but yeah, oh, I got to actually, speaking of which, I got to talk to uh, Sarah and Stubbs anyways uh, to get back on the B Horror cast. So, um, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, yeah, so my week was pretty, pretty good. Got a, like I said, got a, got an iPad, bought a new vape, uh, thing and everything that, uh, just been, uh, yeah, Christmas was good. Got a lot of cool stuff, new video games, uh, board game. I got a Rick and Morty Clue board game, thanks to my wonderful co-host here at Be Horrorcast. I uh, got a lot of, actually, new games to play, like uh, board game style. So I think I need to start trying to do a game night uh, at some point when I have a free time or something like that. But figure all that out. But other than that, just uh, pretty, you know, pretty relaxing, rejuvenated, came back to the new year and ready, ready to rock 2018, <laughs> I guess. So Yeah, you came into the new year relaxed and you're like, all right, I'm ready for this. I'm like, oh, God, I need a vacation. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I've been pretty relaxed for the past, like, two years now. So, I mean, That's like, true. and it's weird because I know a lot of people did not really, I don't know if a lot of people had a good 2017 I know 2016 was rough. I know I had a rough 2016, but in general, it was just a weird year for everybody. But 2017 was a pretty good year for me. So yeah, that just might just me. be me. Maybe things just turned around for me this year. But I just try to keep a good outlook. Don't let one little thing ruin your day. Yeah. You know? How was your year? You tell us. Yeah, you know, let us know. You can drop us a line on all the things that I've told you to drop a line at. But uh, anyways, without further ado, we'll get on with the show. Of course, we'll talk about a movie that we did watch this week. Uh, next week's movie will be Insidious 4. So... Uh, we'll be seeing it tonight, um, and if you're listening to this, that would be Thursday the 3rd, January 3rd. Um, so, oh, Sorry, fourth. I'm looking well, at we're the... recording the 3rd. Yeah. The third. That's why. Anyways, anyways, this week, but it comes out this Friday, so we'll go ahead and have a review for it next uh, next week. That'll be our movie we talk about, so if you have time, you can go ahead and check it out. Um, but of course, so the movie we did watch this week was... Uh, Rare Exports, uh, A Christmas Tale is the full title. Now, this is a movie that I talked a little bit about last year, I think. And I was trying to find it, and it was finally on Hulu. Uh, I will say this. The movie is weird. There is English dialogue, and then there's also, I think it's a, I don't know if it's Czech or Swedish. I think it might be, I don't, 
Or it could be even way off. Yeah, it could be. It's anywhere from Czech to Russian to... Uh, oh, that's right. It could be Russia. I totally forgot about Russia. Yeah, they could be in Lapland. I don't know. But anyways, it's... It's, it's it, somewhere really up north and really cold. Uh, yeah, so it's a very interesting film. So if you want to go ahead and check that out, of course, we will tell you when we're going to release. You know, of course, we'll give you the ratings that the other moviegoers have gave it. Then we'll give our own rating for it as well. And we'll talk about what we liked and what we didn't like and all that kind of good stuff. But, of course, we'll give you the spoiler alert beforehand. So if you do want to check out the film and you get to that point, you can know where to stop the podcast and then take it up. And if you don't care and you just was like, I'm never going to see this movie, but I want to know what it's about, then feel free to listen on. But, of course, we got some eerie news for you this week, and we also got a lot of horror movie news for this week. So without further ado, we will be talking about some eerie news of the week. It is time. For eerie news of the week. All right, so this was actually just found uh, basically a dig or whatnot. But, of course, there's been a new, uh, I believe, fossil found, and someone actually decided to sketch up what the creature looks like. Um, I'm not sure if it's big or it's small. It looks like a very, I'm going to say it's like a prehistoric shrimp. That's what it looks like to me. Um, Less than an inch long. Okay, it's less than an inch long. Um, yeah, so here we go. So when uh, the, I guess, the Halaba Opta first uh, scrittled into the public uh, consumption, I don't even know how to pronounce it, <laughs> basically a century ago. So uh, basically, yeah, so they found this little creature or whatnot. So in fact, now I'm looking at it going like, this would be a fucking horrifying horror movie if this thing like grew to like, you know. T- Toxic waste and yeah, gigantic size. Yeah, gigantic size or whatnot. Um yeah, he actually looks kind of cute in a weird kind of way. Yeah, that's way. what I also say. It also could be a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, he could. It, it literally looks like a Pokemon. So if you want to <laughs> check out the picture of uh, what we're talking about, this will be posted on our Facebook page. Aha, this stuff will actually be. That's Aha. what I'm going to try to do this year. I'm going to try to actually post the show notes uh, articles that we talked about on the show this year. So we'll see how that that goes and some of that. But, uh, yeah, so definitely check it out. It looks pretty cool. Uh, they say it's like a, it's almost like a scorpion uh, that existed in water. Uh, is how they're kind of referencing this thing, but it has a yeah, it's a, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. So um, we'll see how that goes. Now this is a story that broke actually this year, mm-hmm. literally broke this year. I think it literally came out either like January first or January second. So okay, so this is uh, I don't really I hate the article that I found because it's from BuzzFeed and BuzzFeed really doesn't give you that much shit to work with. Oh, yeah. It basically has just a bunch of tweets at the bottom saying what this is. But, of course, the past weekend, a YouTube uh, a YouTuber, Logan Paul. So I don't know if anyone's familiar with Logan Paul. I did not know what this gentleman's name was. I have seen him on Vine compilations that Matthew and I have watched or I've watched on my own and stuff like that. And some of his stuff has been pretty funny and things like that. But apparently he decided to take a visit uh, to the, uh, the Japanese suicide forest. Um, Aoki Gahara. Yeah, thank you. I just saw the word, but I was like, I don't know how to pronounce that. So Anna, you're my translator. So yeah, <laughs> uh, they found it and they, and they actually ended up finding a dead body. Now, instead of doing what a normal human being would do and either try to locate uh, an authority figure or let somebody know, hey, there, we found a body, you know, in the suicide forest, this guy decided to film it and then make fun of it. Uh, this person basically, he ended up getting Paul's YouTube channel for this video. He ended up getting 6.3 million views in a 24 hour time span, according to the New York magazine. Um, of course, then everybody else started yelling at this person. Logan Paul is an immoral piece of shit who could not be less deserving of his platform. Fuck. If you need help, the national super uh, suicide prevention line, you know, 
all that kind of stuff. It's just basically everyone. So basically, yeah, what I'm saying is it's it is very eerie news because we've heard about this force. In fact, we I think maybe last was it last year? Try to remember that might have been actually one of the first movies we saw that came out was about the suicide forest. That one uh, movie with the twins and everything that. The one sister gets lost, the other one can, you know, feel her and stuff of like that. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a good movie and stuff of like that. But, yeah, it's just – I think it's in very poor taste uh, what Paul decided to do. Um, it sucks. I, 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 I want to say it sucks, but it's also good. I did want to watch the video because I'm very curious what he actually fucking said because they don't really – I don't know if they actually really quote any of the shit that he actually said. I think they're just saying how much of him being a – Horrible person and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, suicide is not laughing matter. I don't need to get preachy and everything like that. But if you do need help, talk to somebody. If you can't find anybody to talk to, go ahead and, and talk. Uh, you know, go ahead and call this number, the 1-800-273-TALK. T-L-K. Talk. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I just thought it was a very, very shitty and very bad, bad, bad Extremely bad taste. Because I'm, I'm, like, thinking about it. Like, uh, what happens if you do find a body? And I'm not just saying just in the suicide forest or in general, you just found like, I come walking out of where I live and in the middle of the street, there's a body. Like the first instinct I have is to call nine one one. Yeah. Your first instinct is not going to be to make jokes and make fun of someone for killing themselves or getting killed. Your first instinct is going to be, let me make sure that the authorities are aware of this. And actually my first indicator, my first reaction would be, is this person still alive? Or if it's evident that they're dead, it's like, let me let notify the authorities. So then their relatives can know ASAP. Yeah, you know, so what? I'm going to be a little late to work, you know? Uh, yeah, it's like, I feel like that's a valid reason to... Uh, not even, like, I'm just saying, like, it's... like What it basically I'm going after, it's not that big of a deal. This small little quote-unquote, you know, oh my god, there's this, but it's like, if you're going to be one of those people, it's like the same thing if you witness an accident, you're like, well, I don't need to fucking be here, and you yeah. fucking take off could, you know help or break a, a thing or whatnot. But yeah, I don't, don't want to, didn't want to get real preachy on that, but yeah, I just thought what this YouTuber did it was extremely in, inappropriate, in very poor taste. And he's an asshole. So, but that's going to wrap up our eerie news of the week. Um, but we do have a lot of movie news. So we'll jump into that right now with some horror news. It's time for horror news. All right, so some horror news. Uh, basically, not really too big of a deal or whatnot, but Netflix has officially renewed Stranger Things for season three. Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't have. <laughs> uh, it seems to be one of those groundbreaking uh, shows for them and everything like that. It's uh, everything like that. Of course, we know season two was very great, you know, up the antes from season one and everything like that. But it looks like it's going to be released, they say, hopefully, it's going to be. Uh, Season three might get increased to 10 episodes, just like how season one was eight and then season two was nine. So, oh, uh, that would actually that. be kind of cool. Uh, yeah, so we'll see that. And they said, uh, but we'll see if they're ready, stick to their plan, and by season four is in production because they really no reason to expect Netflix that will not pick season four up. But they did say it should be hopefully returning in 2018 we're not sure i mean i just got some news a bummer news on a different show that i really like uh we probably won't be seeing any new rick and morty until almost 2019 so um but i'm at the point where i'm like look if you guys want to get a show out every year rick and morty uh hire me i'll do anything to work on that show (laughs) that would be amazing i i don't care i i got some I'll, i'll put it this way i was about to say I haven't done any animation, cartooning, or whatnot, but uh, let's. I'm going to be honest. This is the first time I could ever say it. Uh, I love Justin Rowland. I love following him on Instagram. Uh, if you are a Rick and Morty fan and are not following Justin Rowland or Dan Harmon on Instagram, you're missing out on some delights. So Justin decides to draw, 
And Justin isn't the best drawer. Uh, in fact, I did get his Rick and I did get the Rick and Morty art book from Matthew for Christmas, and you can actually see from his original sketches to what they are now that people have cleaned them up and stuff like that. But yeah, his art. Uh, don't get me wrong; I love his artwork. It's great, but it is it's it's messy. It's, it's messy. It's not. <laughs> it's it's it. I find it hilarious. In fact, I'm always I'm always screenshotting it and sending it over to Pat and just getting the best reactions from him, going like, "Oh, this is amazing." Uh, which actually is funny because we keep talking about this bullshit show that we want to make, which I don't think is ever going to get made, but uh, The Legends of Hammerfall Chronicles, where he's like, <laughs> this would be the gayest show if it ever got made. But I'm like, after seeing half the stuff, especially after seeing Big Mouth, I'm like, we could do this <laughs> uh, kind of thing. And I don't mean as in gay like a lot of homosexuality. I just mean gay like there's a lot of dicks uh, <laughs> in this. So, um, But yeah, so of course we're going to be getting that in uh, – you know, 2018, no surprise of that. Now, this is actually surprising that I did not know that was even talks, even mentioned, or even uh, anything on my radar, and I'm actually ecstatic for it right now. Uh, it looks like there's uh, the preview, the new Goosebump books arriving in 2018. I am all over that. I've never even read the original Goosebumps. I need to. So the first book is going to be coming out called Goosebumps, Please Do Not Feed the Weirdo on February 27th of 2018, the fourth installment in the series. So I'm guessing like if you were to go yearly buy their stuff. So I mean, I dropped off like I think Goosebumps came out when I was in 90, I'm trying to think either 94 or 95. I was in fourth grade or fifth grade or whatnot. And I had a shit ton. In fact, I'm kind of angry that I'm like, I don't know where they went. Because I know for a fact, I might have put them in a box somewhere, but I know for a fact I didn't throw them out. I didn't get rid of them. I didn't do anything like that, so I have no idea what happened to them um, to go with my uh, thing. But, yeah, Goosebumps, Slappy World, Please Do Not Feed the Monster. Um, they also have another one called Goosebumps, Slappy World, Escape from the Shutter Mansion uh, is another one that will be coming out, I think, uh, probably right after that. Uh, I'm actually still surprised that Scholastic Books are still uh, being the publisher and everything like that. So, oh, yeah, uh the Ghost of Slappy arrives on September 25th of 2018. Uh, yeah, uh, June 2000, uh, June 26, 2018 will be uh, Escape from Shutter Mansion. So we have at least three books to look forward to next... Uh, or this upcoming year. This upcoming year. I keep forgetting. It's like... The funny part is, is working where I work, I know the dates now because you have to do that with our job and everything. Like that. So even when I went into the bank yesterday to be all like... I didn't have to look at my watch or anything, but I'm like, oh, I already know what the date was. I already knew it was... 2018, but like in my in my brain is like when it's I'm talking, it's all like next year. Yeah. When it's like, idiot, it's 2018 now. Like what? It's 2018 now. Brain, speak up. It's 2018 now. You dumbass. Well, you didn't have to add that to the end of it. <laughs> but yeah, so people are like, why are you talking to yourself? You're so, like, fuck you. Don't so, censor my so, art. So I am. So I am excited for that now. So uh, we all saw this last year, yes. or not last year, maybe two years ago. Uh, or maybe it was. I can't remember shit. Uh, anyway, so the second movie came out. Uh, what was it? Oh, something Cloverfield Lane. It was uh, Nine Cloverfield Lane. Uh, Nine Cloverfield Lane uh, came out. Uh, and of course, what's it called? So um, in the first one, everyone, but they're doing the third installment. But it looks like they pushed up the release date. They're going to try to have it uh, compete with. Uh, so, of course, it's coming out on April 20th. Of course, one sh- movie that's coming out is uh, Super Troopers 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Overboard, but uh, of course uh, Rampage, which you're I'm sure excited. about. I'm really excited for <laughs> Rampage. I know it looks dumb and corny, but I just like fucking monsters. 
And The Rock. I, uh, yeah, he's okay. He, he, I, I like think, him. I, I just didn't think he was like that. Honestly, I'm going I don't, for Well, the, no, he's not the selling point for me. I just think it's hilarious that he's going to be in this movie. No, I do too. But uh, t- honestly, with me, it's uh, it's because it has a big fucking gorilla in it. And yeah. I'm all about monkeys. So fucking rage, you know? <laughs> um, or rampage <laughs> to the theater. So that's kind of interesting that they're going to be stepping up that. I'm very interested where this story is going to go because it's like, the second one had was I mean we talked about it. It's a really good episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is that whole like. Um, oh, so the description of it says a team of astronauts making make a shocking discovery and end up fighting for survival. So they're actually going to be taking the fight from the ground up into the air this time. So that'll be interesting. So that's interesting. So uh, Kubo, creator of. Uh, Kubo Creator reveals teaser for Disney Unmade Haunted Mansion animated series. Huh. Um, I will definitely post this on the the page and everything like that, but I mean, the artwork looks really cool, um, and it's kind of a bummer that I think that actually, honestly, would probably be a good way to rebooting that kind of quote-unquote franchise. Uh, oh, Kubuo uh, uh, and the two-string, um, he's the guy who made that, those, oh, okay. those movies and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, he wanted to do a haunted, you know, mansion uh, animated series. Which honestly, I would say two ways you could do this: mm-hmm. animated series, I think, would be great because mm-hmm. you could still have you could do like a fun Scooby Doo with it, and then ghosts and all that kind of stuff. So it's animated, kids got humor, adults can enjoy it as well as the kids can enjoy it, you know, kind of thing. And then you could do, or you could do a, um, or you could do like a Netflix series if you wanted to do it like a little darker. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. If you wanted, to, if you wanted to go back to the route of live action, but I think an animated show would be perfect for this media. Um, you don't want to have it be oversaturated with you know pirate movies, um, you true. know, kind of thing. So I mean, I haven't seen the newest one that's going to be actually on Netflix this month. I think uh, the latest uh, Dead Men Tell No Tale. Oh, okay, last one I saw was the one Fountain of where, Youth. Yeah, Ian McShane was in his black beard. Yeah, and Penelope Cruz was like his daughter or something like that. Yes. All right, but yeah, and it was meh. Yeah, I in fe- my personal, opinion. I'm going to be honest. I fell asleep during it. Not necessarily <laughs> saying it was a bad movie. I think I was just very super tired, but it wasn't like pulling me in. Uh, I might, I probably have to give it a rewatch and. Definitely, I have to re. Oh, fuck, I gotta bring that. I gotta make that fucking thing happen. It's still the rehash. Mm. Where I rewatch things where I'm totally right. out of my gorge. So, this is interesting. So, I knew, we all know, actually, it comes back tonight. So, it should be on tomorrow for us. We'll check it out. The first new episode of The X Files, uh, season two. No. Season, it's either season 11 or 12. Oh, right, because it's, 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 it's a continuation. continuation. That's right. Uh, but apparently, Gillian Anderson, uh, she said she was going to be leaving the show. Oh. I don't know what they're going to do without Scully. Uh, so this is going to be interesting. And I totally forgot that she mentioned that, that mm-hmm. she was like, she doesn't mind doing it, but it's not like her favorite thing. Even when I guess she first started the show, she was like, this isn't like my thing, but it's acting or whatnot. And I'm, I'm not saying like she's a shitty person by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, no. It's just uh, probably like, something uh, she, that she like, doesn't like really enjoy doing. I like so. Gillian Anderson and uh, Gillian Anderson. Gillian uh, I'm, I'm thinking. Of, I'm Anderson, thinking. I'm yeah. thinking of Gideon from uh, uh, Heroes of Tomorrow, uh, right. Legends of Tomorrow, oh, uh, the computer, okay. or uh, yeah. in the first season of Flash, the computer that uh, Reverse Flash uses. Yeah, I'm sorry, we're diving down a long box cast rabbit hole right now because <laughs> I haven't had an outlet for a long box cast. You fucks. 
Um, not, Anyways. Not, not the listeners. I'm just mad at like, I'm just like, I'm trying to get the show together. And it's like, I, I do have somebody who's interested, very interested. We just need to set up a time and when we need to record so we can start getting those back out there. That's all. Um, it's more on me than it is that person at this point now. But before it was on other people. Um, yes. I shouldn't even say that. I'm being shitty. Why am I being shitty? Um, but anyways, yeah, so I'm very curious what they're going to do. Now, my assumption was, remember when they introduced those two other young detectives, other FBI agents in last season? Yes. Actually, one of the guys, he was actually on uh, Flash for a bit. He played uh, the second half of Firestorm. Uh, oh! Uh, I think he was Robbie? I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, that he played on uh, the thing. And then there was this other new woman. And it was kind of fun, interesting because it was like the woman, I think, was more... I'm trying to remember if the woman was more like Mulder and he was like Scully or it was like the same thing. It was kind of almost like a young thing. So I'm curious if it's like if she leaves, maybe they'll bring these two people on and do maybe like a three person kind of team for the X-Files because I did like them. I didn't have like I wasn't like, oh, this is shitty. What are you, what are you trying to do? Trying to bring in like the young kids or whatnot, because I actually they it's not they added to the story, but they also didn't go like, oh, well, let's focus. You got to focus on these characters. You got to focus on these characters. You got to focus on these characters. It was like a it was actually like I said, it was a split up because they had those two working together doing stuff. Scully was off doing one thing and then Mulder. That was the one where Mulder had the quote unquote uh, like trip. Where True. like like he it looked like he took drugs and then he was going like he was at the dancing place and um, oh I don't know if you remember that but it was a good episode because it was like all these other people kept showing up from his past like the lone gunmen were in it and stuff like that so it was a very humorous episode but I am very curious well, how they're going to how they're going to do this is it going to be are you going to kill off this character or are you going to have her you know leave or uh, what, what how are you going to write yeah. this person out of the show basically kind of thing so yeah so I'm very very interested on that one. Um, this one I already posted on the Facebook page earlier today. Mm-hmm. We finally get a look at the Slender Man movie. Yeah. Uh, that's been in talks for a while. So for that, it seems that they've taken elements from the true life, true life story of the Slender Man documentary that we saw mm-hmm. that was based on those girls, except they've added a few more girls. Like I think it's like four girls or whatnot, but, um, it looks interesting. It really does look like, I would say it looks like a high production of an art, uh, art film. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't super impressed. Not saying like I wasn't like. Oh my god! I can't wait to see this. I was kind of like I'm on the fence with this right now because I like the lore of the Slender Man. I like the the people who came up with the you know the Reddit people who came up with it and stuff like that and how it built and even that story was very fascinating. The documentary, which honestly I would like to just see it be a movie of that, whether or not the Slender Man's involved. Um, I actually think it's interesting that they're doing the Slender Man in like a modern day. I was mm-hmm. actually kind of hoping they would do the lore and maybe do like a period piece with it. I think it would have been like a lot oh, better. Yeah. But again, I don't know. I, again, it's just a trailer. So I'm, uh, it's not like I hate it or I love it. I'm on the fence right now. I'm kind of neutral about it. I'm like, I'm like I am going to check it out, but I, I don't know like what my excitement level for it right now is. So The only thing that I sort of have a problem with on this is that I don't know if it'll be too soon after the whole like situa- situation already happened. So I'm just... Like, I guess my only thing that I'm kind of reserved about is that it, like, hopefully it's not, like... I mean, I have a hard time believing that it would be disrespectful. It's just... I mean, I don't think the movie's going to be disrespectful, but I do have a feeling that there's probably going to be people that go on the internet that make it disrespectful. No, and that's understandable. That's what I was saying. It's kind of a weird... That's why I felt like if he did, like, its own story and, like, maybe did the lore 
of the Slender Man of like, you know, like doing a period piece yeah. like of like how yeah, it yeah. came to be and stuff like that. And then you could do your sequel where it's like in modern day and how it comes back or whatnot. Cause I'm sure, I'm sure the movie will do uh, like a, whether or not it, bo- whether or not it gets bad reviews or not, I'm pretty sure it's going to do fine at the, at the, at the box office, because I know a lot of people will be excited to see the Slender Man movie, especially since you have a lot of the young generations who this is kind of like their boogeyman mm-hmm. that they grew up with. Uh, they probably are definitely going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll go ahead and check this out. So they'll probably definitely make the sales to do a sequel. And then the sequel, honestly, will probably suck. Again, this is <laughs> and this is not just me just being like a dick. I'm just going with what I know from like a bad movie that does successful. They look at it not being a bad movie. They look at it going, oh, it was a success. We can make a sequel and then not really work on the the next story, really. You're basically, you're just doing a cash grab Yeah, is what, is what everyone calls. But uh, now this is kind of cool. I remember hearing about this, but you actually found the article, so I'm going to let you take it away, Anna, for the next few stories. But yeah, this one I'm too, super, super excited about. Yeah, so and just to rip back the curtain for a second, I'm going to do one, three, and then two of the stories. So... Um, the second to last story that I have on there is the one that I'm going to do last. Oh, okay. Well, um, but anyways, so Kevin Smith shares his first look at anthology. Oh, then we're good. Okay. Kilroy was here. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's the one I was talking about. So I was yeah. like, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. I was saying I'm going to do this one. Are you trying to fuck me? I'm doing this one first and I'm going to do the last story that I have on there. And then I'm going to do the second to last story as the last story. Okay. Anyways. So, as we recently learned, Kevin Smith has retooled his planned Krampus film into Kilroy Was Here, which is going to be a creature feature anthology that's inspired by the Kilroy Was Here graffiti prominent during World War II. So, the film will feature a long-nosed monster designed by Robert Kurtzman, and it begins filming in Sarasota, Florida last... Oh, it began filming in Sarasota, Florida last summer. Um... And actually, this is something that you did touch on that I thought was really interesting and really cool on uh, Kevin Smith's side. He is being assisted by the students of the Ringling College of Art and Design and filming uh, has continued into 2018. So I think that that's really cool that he's using students from a college to uh, help him with his film. So then, like you said, they can have some credits that go towards like... Once they finish up their schooling, they can actually say, hey, yeah, I've already worked on this. And, and- it's kind of cool that they, you know, they kind of have a quote unquote kind of sizzle reel, like a, uh, you know, actually film references, like a filmmaker's reference of like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, they worked with me on this. Yeah. This film. So, yeah. And also, I was going to ask you, who's Robert Kurtzman? Because you said, ooh. Whenever okay. Robert that. Kurtzman, he is a great designer of just creatures. Like he loves design. Like I believe, I believe he's the same person who designed the walrus suit in, uh, Tusk. Oh, okay. Uh, Robert Kurtzman. Yeah, he's a uh, he's really good at making like uh, like rubber monsters, uh-huh. uh, as as Kevin Smith would put in stuff like that. So always kind of like that kind of stuff. I always like. Uh, don't get me wrong. CGI. If you have to use CGI, use it. But uh, like honestly, uh, but I I still love rubber monsters. Like I st- I can still go back and watch old Godzilla movies and just go, this is fucking metal, you know, <laughs> or whatnot. So. And but yeah, also, and I remember actually this drawing. Now that I see it, the the I've already remember seeing this. This is actually a, a guy who was teaching people how to do cartooning back in the day. He would say you would draw a little like line, and then you put a dip in it and do that, and then and then you put the little 
head over it or whatnot. And then he would go like, oh, it's your, like, it's my, he's like, this is my little brother when he was peeking over like the kitchen table. Like it was like a way to teach kids how to draw and stuff like that when he, when he came to our school. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, I can't wait for that one. So then the next one is. Oh no, I was just going to say, so there's a comment that Kevin, okay, this is such a Kevin Smith quote because in regards to what the movie is about is he goes, Dude just got lost, and the next time they find him, he's just sitting there eating babies. <laughs> it's like, exactly. Like, you wow. can literally hear Kevin Smith just saying that. And then, uh, I guess, co-host Annie McElfresh. Uh, Annie McElfresh. Yeah, he also said, and he becomes transformed. Before he loses all of humanity, they try to rehabilitate, rehabilitate him, and instead that drives him out into the wilderness where he's transformed into this monster and then uh, Kevin said he's all melted in the face, and that's what creates the long nose effect. So, so yeah, um, that's actually a really, really interesting way to take like an approach to that and kind of design yeah, it that I, way. I, if I can remember the name of the episode, uh, Kevin Smith did a Smodcast episode where he had another celebrity on. I can't remember the celebrity's name. I can see his face. I just don't know his name, so I feel bad. So I, my apologies in advance in case he's going across this podcast for everyone else and going <laughs> like, you motherfucker, you should know who I am. Highly doubt it, but eh. let's just cover my bases. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely listen to that because they talk about they talk about uh, Kilroy. They talk about the thing he was working on. They talk about the the school and everything that. So I think it's a really cool thing. All right, so the next story we got here. Next story is Bruce Willis and Eli Roth. Oh, um, was that the one you were? Uh, no, there's one more. So Bruce Willis is going to be uh, in Eli Roth's new movie, Death Wish. Okay. Um, which is going to, it's a remake of the 1974 revenge thriller, um, which was also directed by Eli. Yeah. Wasn't Roth. that with uh death wish? Isn't that with, uh, oh, what's Charles Bronson, Charles Bronson. Yep. Hey, get over here. Hey, yeah. I like to get a, I can't do a <laughs> Charles Bronson. I see that. <laughs> yeah, I can't. No, I have to, you I have, have to... so many freaking imitations in your wheelhouse already. It's I'm not going to be disappointed. Okay, you I'm kind of interested Charles with Brown. this. I, I like this because it's like okay, sure, it's a remake, but we're also getting uh, Bruce Willis kind of back to his action. Yeah, so Bruce Willis stars as Kersey, a surgeon who begins dishing out vigilante justice when his wife and daughter are viciously viciously attacked in their suburban home. So it's kind of taking Bruce Willis back to his roots in a way because he's a very like. He's seen, like, he's, it's still, like, it's, well, actually, it seems like a cross between Die Hard and The Fugitive. Yeah, a little bit. It's, uh... At least to me. Um... We'll see if Harrison Ford is going, I didn't kill my wife. And then Bruce Willis is all like, I don't care, bud. Welcome to the party. (laughs) I know, those are terrible. So, and it's, (laughs) well, it's, like, it's kind of interesting to read the synopsis because uh, as the anonymous slings of criminals grabs the media's attention, the city wonders if this deadly avenger is a guardian angel or a grim reaper. So it's just kind of an interesting way to describe it. Fuck, I want that movie instead now. I just want it to be called Grim, the movie. And it's literally, like, all these people start dying, but it's like, oh, wait, that's kind of like Death Notes. Suspicious circumstances? Yeah, and then you realize it's like death is like just like, no, fuck these people. Death itself. Oh, okay. No, I gotcha. Death is played by I feel like you could probably Watkins. do a good twist on that where it turns out like. You're dead. It's, I, I, I poked you. You're dead. 
Like me on the facey books. I poked you. <laughs> I did a poke face. And on now, Facebook. On the facey spaces, and now you're dead. <laughs> Kevin Spacey shows up. He's like, why am oh, I here? No, he, he wouldn't be here. He's, I poke him. He's dead. He shouldn't even be in any film, a movie, uh, anything oh, yeah, for a while. He's a creep. That's true. He's a he's a two, 2017 creep. We don't we don't need him here. Hi, I'm Death. Welcome to my movie. All right. So before you look at it, Christ. I just want to read this. So Brian Taylor directs Mom and Dad, which is a movie with oh, Selma shit. Blair and Nicolas Cage. Oh yeah, I already knew about this. Ah, oh, damn it! I was hoping you did. I mentioned Selma Blair and you didn't react to it, and I was really because hoping- I didn't know who the woman was. Oh yeah, she's in. Um, I've seen her in a few things. You probably haven't seen. Um, I probably recognize her. I just didn't know her name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I actually sent the trailer over to Matthew and Eric, and I just said, I am so fucking pumped for this. I know, and if I said, I was like, watched, oh my gosh, this you, is amazing. If you haven't watched the trailer, you need to, because it's fucking crazy. But you know, I'm the just tendency like, to overreact. I just, I just, I just can't wait, because now when this movie comes out, uh, Nicolas Cage will be welcomed back with my open arms, not Matthew's. Uh, on all the network going again, going like, yeah, actually, I'm here, guys. Yeah. And actually, this makes me super excited because it says the parents are played by none other than Nicolas Cage and um, uh, Selma Blair. Selma Blair. There we go. I forgot her first name for a second. Um, Who are both shown in the first new trailer going absolutely bonkers. If you thought Cage was wild and Wicker Man, just wait until you see Rage Cage in this. (laughs) I'm really excited because freaking... I freaking love Nicolas Cage's freakout moments. They are the best. And to have an entire movie that's just based around his freakout moments, I'm ecstatic for this. Yeah, they're really playing uh, playing to my my strengths. You know, they're really, you know, like, hey, Cage, can you go go ape shit, as they call it. I like to call it Rage in the Cage. And basically all I have to do is just remember all the times I was on Ghost Rider Mm -hmm. and just be like, what the hell? And yeah, then it just really just comes out, you know. I'm uh, assuming that telling you that you have to go crazy or else you don't get moon pies is probably also a big incentive. Uh, yeah, no, there better be uh, uh, fucking moon pies because I'm more of a moon pie protector. Well, they're kind of all gone. So, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go now because I know you guys have to review a movie and then you got to skedaddle and get to another movie. So while you're fucking out. Can you get me some fucking moon pies? No, that's on you. You bitch! You haven't paid for the past, like, six installations of moon pies I bought for you, I can't you, pay so. for anything. The taxes took all my shit. I you just got on. another job. Just yeah, use that. Yeah, that money's gone. On what? On uh, moon pies. Seriously? Yeah. I have a severe problem. Just, just, just get out, Nicholas. It's Cage. a medical condition <laughs> no, called it's, moon-itis. No, it's not. You're making that up. No. <laughs> The, no. <laughs> the, doc, the, the doctor I played in a movie one time said it was real. Steve, so. can you please just push Nicolas Cage out the door? I think he's a delight. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> anyways, so... But yeah. anyway, so... Rare Exports. Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Now, this is a... This is a I'm going to be honest with you. This movie, uh, it went a different direction than I expected it. Because um, what the trailers showed and everything that they really buried the lead on this one, and I thought it was a very interesting take. So I oh, yeah, will, I thought it was clever how they kind of misdirected you with that. They really did, and I thought it was a good idea. So, like I said, it is a form of film, but I will give you the synopsis first. Oh, uh, it's Finnish people. 
Oh, fin- okay. So Finland. So Finland. you were you were right the first time you said it. Did I? Because I said Czech. Mm. I thought you said Czech or Finnish. No, I said Finnish. Czech or Swedish. Oh, Swedish. Yeah, they're Finnish, which is good to know. So, um, but yeah, so the synopsis of this in the on the depths of the oh shit, I can't pronounce that something mountain, four hundred eighty six meters deep lie the lies the close. Uh, Closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. So it's a very interesting take on it. Corvatanturi. 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 Just say it like that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But anyways, yeah. So um, so before we... We'll talk a little bit about the film. So yeah, um, I will say this. It is a very... It's a very slow burn movie. Yes. Uh, it does, and which is fine, I think, because you It does do, actually keep you engaged, though. That's what I'm saying. It keeps you engaged, but it also builds characters. Yes. And that's a, a big thing that a lot of horror movies won't do. They'll basically build the main character in a lot of these films and not everybody else. And then when something comes up, like that character comes back, you're like, oh, why are you back? You weren't really <laughs> that big of a you know, deal kind of thing. So right. basically you find out like these people are they're doing like this quote-unquote mining. Americans actually are doing this mining thing because that's what I was saying. It goes back and forth from English and then it goes into subtitles. So um, if you don't like reading, then uh, this is not the film for you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it goes into it. It is worth it though. It I liked that. it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very cool take. But um, as I was saying, uh, just trying to get the stuff. So yeah. People are mining everything that. Then there's like this kid and his friend, and they see these people mining. They go back to his uh, dad's house. You find out the dad's kind of like a butcher, like a hunter kind of you know thing. They live out kind of like in the middle of like nowhere. There's like these small houses, but they're not. It's not a suburban place, basically. Essentially, they herd reindeer. Yes, there, there you go. So, uh, and then some weird shit starts going. Like, huh, what, what's going on? Like, uh, basically, it's getting closer and closer to Christmas. And, uh, like all this kind of weird stuff starts happening. Like the, the, you notice the dad put together kind of like a, I was assuming it was a wolf trap. Yes. He put together. Because they said that all the explosions on the mountain were causing the wolves to come down and causing them to be more aggressive. And it was driving them to start attacking the reindeer, which is their livelihood. So they have to protect it somehow. Yeah. So one of the, the dad actually puts in like this huge, like kind of hole where like, if you step on it, you literally fall into a pit of spikes. It was a spike pit. Basically it was pretty fucking metal. I was like, that's nice. <laughs> like, cause when he was doing it, I was like, what is he doing? And he climbs out of this hole. I'm like, Oh shit. It's like a spike pit. Like old school spike pits. Fuck. Yeah. Metal. <laughs> and the guy's like, shut up. I'm trying to do film. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, um, and then the kid starts asking his dad, like, you know, have I been a... He, the kid starts getting paranoid about Santa, basically. He starts getting worried a little bit the day before. Like, I think it's like the day before <laughs> Christmas Eve. Well, he starts getting worried on December 1st whenever he sees people blowing things up. And he gets really paranoid uh, the 23rd is uh, when he starts freaking out. Yeah, so all this stuff starts escalating. Uh, all of a sudden you find out the next morning, I believe it's uh, Christmas Eve... There is a body in the pit, and the guy's like, oh, shit. So his buddy came over. They bring it into the shed and everything like that. And by, while this is all going on, the kid's like, oh, my God, he's freaking out. So he takes off, tries to contact the cops. Uh, basically, I'm rushing this part along just to get to the one key thing because, like, when you start realizing things are weird uh, because it keeps going back and forth between the guy, the, 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 the man they found who, almost, who literally looks like Santa. He's, it was this naked dude out in the middle of nowhere. He's bald but has this huge, like, white beard. You're th- and this is the thing. You think this is the Santa. You're like, okay, this is the fucking Santa guy. This is the guy that's, you know, going to fuck shit up and everything like that. Yeah, because one thing that's kind of a key part is, like, the miners are digging for something. 
And they're like, basically everyone's trying to figure out like, why are they digging? They're like, oh yeah, we're just doing like, we're geologists who are doing like seismic testing or something like that. And then whenever the men go up because all the reindeer die, they go up to try and find compensation. They find out that there's this giant hole that's been dug and there's something that was taken out of the hole or either escaped or taken out of the hole. Um, and they get really pissed off and like all of the workers are gone. And, uh, I feel like there's one more thing that I wanted to bring up and I'm missing it, but continue. And if I remember, I'll bring it up. Oh no, you're good. Um, but basically, yeah. So everything's getting weird. They find like this guy, but then the guy starts breathing. Like they go to dispose of the body and they go to like grab his arm and do like the meat cutter thing with it. And then the arm flings back and he's like, what the, and even they're like, did you fucking see that? And they're like, what the fuck? And the guy puts a knife to his nose and you can see that he starts breathing. So he's like, okay, this is kind of like. All right, so the kid takes off. The father goes after him, tells the one dude, like his friend, like, hey, can you watch watch, watch the Santa Claus guy? Because basically the kid gets picked up by an officer, but then they go to another friend's house. Well, actually, and- the creepiest part was the kid looked in the window, and then the Santa ki- guy looked over at the kid while the kid was standing in the window, and the kid freaked out and ran away. Oh, yeah, there's that too. Um, sorry again. Rushing along. Um <laughs> Shit. So then the kid goes to the police. He, he he finds a cop like on the side of the road. The cop has to make another stop somewhere else because they're like, yeah, all this weird stuff's going on. Like all these appliances are missing. Uh, like all these, like one guy said his, his wife's hair dryer is missing. The stove was gone from one place. All this kind of weird stuff. You're like, okay. And when you start seeing the stuff like being missing, it's all weird objects, like household objects. And you're just like, like well, that's, radiators. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's kind of weird. And it doesn't trigger until like that final scene where you're like, oh. Kind yeah. of thing, which I thought was kind of cool. But anyways, the kid goes to check on his friend, and when he goes up there, he thinks the kid's asleep, but he pulls back the third, and there's like this weird, creepy, like wooden. I wouldn't even say wooden. It's like almost like moss. It's like wooden and hay doll. Like hay doll that like replaces. It's child. like almost life size. Yeah. And then, but yeah, so it's all like what? Oh, and that was the thing. Fuck, I got to backtrack a little bit. So the kid actually went down to the pit after the dad removed the body because he was like, well, "What was in there?" And he found a sack. And there was a wooden doll in there that kind of looked like him. So then he starts realizing all the children have been taken. Like, why, and why all these kids have been taken, uh, you find out that all these kids were bad and they all have to be judged by Santa, basically kind of thing. So you're like, okay, so you're thinking this weird thing on the this guy on the table is Santa. They start asking him questions and this other guy gets a hold of him. The guy who was, the American who was basically like, oh, this is the expedition. We want the thing back. And he's like, okay, yeah. So they decide on the price. And they're going to sell, quote unquote, this Santa Claus to them. But before, like, before they even got that idea, the Santa Claus went feral and like bit the one guy in the ear. Yeah, and he's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "That," th-, and he keeps telling him, "He's like, this thing isn't human. Like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck this is, but this isn't human. This thing is fucking nuts." You know, kind of thing. So towards like the end of the movie, this is where like the big turning point happens. So if you haven't seen it, seen and it, you want to and see you it, want to see it. Now. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Because I do usually I don't like to reveal the endings, but this was such a like an interesting twist. Yeah. So they finally get to uh, the place to drop off the Santa, and then the old man lets them know he's like, "This isn't Santa. This is one of his helpers. This is one of his helpers." And you're like, "What?" The? Which I thought was very yeah. fascinating. Right when they said that, I was like, "Well, then where the fuck is Santa? Like, what the fuck?" And then you find out these are kind of like the quote unquote kind of elves. And then you see a shit ton of them start coming out of, like, the woods. Like, yeah. fucking... And I'm... Okay, 
be warned. This is another, like, this is a warning. Uh, get ready for a lot of floppy old men penises because these guys are running <laughs> naked. I was trying to figure out why the movie was rated R. That's probably why because it really yeah. wasn't that gory. They're or, like, yeah, we got George R. R. Martin advising on this. And, it, literally, uh, it literally was like white walkers who did not have their paint on, like their like the makeup. It was yeah. just like, run out naked. Like, <laughs> so they're basically, and then you find out that the one man's like, oh, they're protecting their master. And you're like, what? And then the, they're trying to escape, and the kid sees, like, a, a metal door to, like, this huge warehouse building. And they go in there, and soon enough when they go in there, that's when the big reveal is like, oh, shit. So you see all the stoves, all the radiators, everything that they're all hooked up, and they're all melting this huge creature in ice. And you see just, like, these two massive, like, yeah, curving horns. horns. Like, this thing has to be, like, 60 feet tall at the very least. Like, yeah. it's ridiculously huge. So, so it's really kind of, like, you're like, oh, shit, this is Santa. And uh, oh, and also you see all the kids all in the, the potato sacks on all, the ground. On the ground. Like, in and, front of Santa as, like, a, a sacrifice. I don't know if it's, a, I, I, that's the thing. I don't think it was so much as a sacrifice as it was Santa was going to judge. Because remember, he judges the naughty and the nice. Yeah. And that's... Like, why the kid was concerned, asking, well, have I been a good boy? Have I been a good, you know, like, you haven't punished me? Like, all this kind of stuff, because it looked like, basically, I think the kids were all going to get beaten to death and then probably fed on after the remains or whatnot with this creature, but it looked like it had this huge stick for, like, smacking kids in the bottom and stuff like that. So, but, yeah, so... Which, after, I will say, like, after you see the giant horns, you're like, oh, yeah, the books that the kid was reading, like, all of them have, like, the horn Santa with these massive curved horns, and, like, I didn't even register it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, so it was really kind of cool. The only the only downside to it, but I guess it kind of works for it, was you... Uh, actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to let people... I revealed that it's Santa, but I'm not going to tell you how the story ends. Okay. So if you want to see how the story ends, if you've already seen how the story ends and you know how it goes, but you haven't checked it out, if you've already listened this far, I say go ahead and check out the movie. But of course, before we give our ratings oh, on the movie... Actually, I will say, let's touch upon one thing really quick. At ahead. the very end... When they're trained, basically, um, stuff happens and they end up with all of these, like, quote unquote helpers that really don't have anything. Uh, like, they run out of stuff to do. I was just going to mention, like, the part where they're, like, training them and then they start shipping them off. That was kind of dark. Yeah, and they were just like, okay, like, yeah, they are just like, Like, oh, don't yeah. get me wrong, justice was served when they did what they needed to do with everything, but then at this point I was like, okay, this is just kind of fucked up. And I I, 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 I guess the quote-unquote moral grind you can kind of see with it, but not really, was the fact that like you kind of got the idea of how Santa could be everywhere at once. It kind of fed to the lore of how this happens. And then it was also the uh, the fact that, uh, oh, shit, what was I getting at? Uh Moral high ground. Oh, the moral high ground. Well, it's like these guys have to make a living because their livestock is dead now. So it's yeah. like... So you can kind of see... But at the same time, it still It's still seems fucked up. Like, like, I'm, yeah. like it's fucked up. It, it's basically <laughs> like how I described, like, Get Out, where I'm all like, I fucking love the movie, but it was fucked up shit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm glad those white people died, basically. <laughs> As I say this. But of course, uh, with uh, Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, we will give you the uh, IMDb review, and then we'll also give you the Rotten Tomato score, and then we'll do our own score right after that. So uh, IMDb, of course, gave it a 6.7 out of 10. Okay. Um, and then <coughs> Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, hold on, I'll have to open the link. Sorry. Excuse me. Uh, they gave it an 89%, and the audience scored it at 71. So, Okay. 
But yeah, so this came out in 2010. But yeah, no, uh, so that was their review. So Anna, how do you want to uh, rate this one? Do you want to do... Oh, okay, it was either horns or fake children. Oh, okay. I was also going to say maybe four-wheelers, but that seems... Or gingerbread men, but that seems a little Oh, less. yeah, gingerbread man would be a good one. Uh, but we can go with horns. Actually, we should go with horns because I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why they cut off the horns of the beast. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. At a certain maybe point just to like as a as proof, or maybe just to be all like, "Fuck you, we're horny." Or it also could be because that was the only part that was sticking out of the eye, so they were taking it as like as a mark of his power or something. I don't know. I but don't know. Um, but anyway, so Anna, what did you like? What did you didn't like? And then you, uh, your rating really fucked up, which was good. <laughs> a lot of old man dicks, which was bad. Oh, maybe we should rate it like that, old <laughs> uh, man dicks. <laughs> Um, creepy Santa dicks. Yeah. Um, as much as I, as fucked up as the ending was, I actually kind of did like it. Um, out of five horns, I would actually give it a four out of five. I okay. would actually watch this movie again. I, yeah, I gonna see if I can track down a copy of it. Cause I think it might be a new Christmas film yeah. to watch uh, during the holiday season. And creep people out with it. It'll be great. Oh my God. I would love to, if someone throws a Christmas party, I would love to bring this film over to people. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Because I think it's one of those movies where you're kind of like, okay, I got to know what's going on. And when shit starts in the fan, then you're like, fuck. And then when it gets to the end, you're just like, I honestly, I did not see that coming. I was like, oh, fuck. This yeah. Is so I'm They really, had a really, really clever way to end uh, it. I'm being really like 1998 with this film. Like, that was fucking metal. Like, you know, <laughs> it was. Well, I mean, Finland, they like their metal. Well, Sweden, they like their metal. So I'm assuming Finland is the same way. But <laughs> No, we hate it. We like small choirs of children in the night getting whipped by santa well not that creepy <laughs> anyways what's on, your rating only on leap years. likes and dislikes uh i liked it i thought it was really solid uh, again like i said slow burn the kid got kind of annoying in the very beginning but then it was kind of weird because he had the switch where he's just like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing dad i can do whatever i want like kind of mentality it's all like all well right. i think i can see why they did that because like if you think about it whenever you're freaked out like you kind of have this moment where your brain switch like your adrenaline switches on and your mind just becomes like really clear and focused and he probably at that moment like his adrenaline like spiked and he kind of was like okay this is what i need to do yeah so that's me deeper yeah no (laughs) i i I give it i give it but i would give it a four i thought it was a solid four horn movie um i liked it i thought it was it was interesting like it kept me intrigued and stuff like that uh the biggest problem i had on it is i was watching it on my xbox one and everybody and their fucking mother of my friends were getting on and just kept blocking (laughs) the subtitles sometimes yeah that was annoying people (laughs) So I might actually have to go into my Xbox settings and be like, I don't want to be notified when people are online anymore. Like, <laughs> you can keep that to your fucking selves. Uh, but yeah, no, other than that, I yeah, I really I really liked it. I thought it was a solid film. It was an interesting take. And it really didn't go like, which I liked about it. It didn't go like, like be like, you would be like, oh, no, but it's not. It's it basically, it was like, oh, it's Krampus. But it wasn't Krampus. It was like, this was Santa, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And I thought that was just kind of interesting and. Well, it's like they like take the, it's like they took the lore of Santa and made it dark, or the lore of Krampus and made it a little more twisted, and yeah. where it's Santa instead of Krampus, yeah, kind of thing. So yeah, but yeah, no, I say go ahead and check it out, Rare Exports, um, and uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be it for this episode. That's all I can think of. Yep, I'm good. So um, yeah, so we're gonna have to head out pretty soon. Uh, so we're gonna make this short, but of course, you know where to follow us on our immediate fucking L people. <laughs> I love how everyone's blowing up my phone and shit like that. And I thought I turned my sound off on my fucking. 
iPad, so I have to figure out how to turn down the fucking sound on the goddamn... But yeah, you can find us on... Uh, at BHorrorCast yes. on the Twitter, the Instagram. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page. Don't forget to drop us an email. Uh, not, not another, another BHorrorCast at gmail.com. And then, um, yeah. Give us your creepy stories. If you have any or whatnot. We're going to try to get more guests on this year. Hopefully new guests. So if you are a horror fan, local horror artist, or any kind of horror unique or any stories you want to share with us, uh, drop us a line. Let us know if you want to be on. You know, just we'll figure it out. We can even do a Skype if you're out of state or whatnot. We we can make it work. So, but I think that's going to wrap up this episode, the first episode of 2018 for Not Another Bee Horrorcast. So uh, without further ado, I'm Steve-O. And I'm uh, Heather Locklear. And until next time. Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.